0: What's up, everybody? Um we just ended our podcast that we recorded. Um so if you were listening to this, you were hearing this first. Uh the Naughty Dog news with The Last of Us Online game being canceled. Literally just broke as we hit stop recording. So Mm -hmm. um the podcast in it's that we already recorded in full will follow this. Uh, with myself, Matthew, and Andrew is also on that one, but Andrew is eating dinner now. So Just for like five minutes, we wanted to pop in and just give our thoughts on this. Um, Naughty Dog put out a thing and uh, talking about how they, you can read it, it's on their website or they also tweeted it out and all that stuff for an update. But um, they canceled and stopped development completely on the Last of Us online game that they had, uh, basically because they hit a crossroads where it's like, hey, we either become a Last of Us live service online studio um, or we continue to kind of do what we're doing with our single player games um, and that's the route they chose to take so they've canceled that. Um, My initial thoughts is I don't fully believe that they were going to be a Last of Us online live service studio completely even if this game were to come out. I know that's what they said in the thing but like they would still have smaller teams working on their single-player stuff for sure. That's what Neil right. Druckmann's going to do. Um, mm-hmm. But I think reality is probably more like it would take a lot of time and a lot of resources, even if it's 80% of our time and resources being put towards this game because it's going to be an ongoing game for years to come, um, which would take away from what we do best already. So that's why mm-hmm. they decided to do that, which I understand. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm always forever going to be curious on what this game currently looks like now. We'll never know,
1: but... Well, we might. I I kind of think this is a game that will come out at some point in the future as a live service game, not by Naughty Dog, probably not The Last of Us, but just like the same skeleton, you know what I mean? Um, I mean, what they said was, in ramping up to full production, the massive scope of our ambition became clear. To release and support Last of Us online, we'd have to put all our studio resources behind it for supporting it and post post launch content, so on and so forth. Right. And it says severely impacting our future, uh, our development on future single player games. Right. So it kind of came down to them. It's like, Hey, do we want to put out a last of us or uncharted or whatever the new IP is or whatever, like every two years or are we fine putting out one of those every five years? And
0: I mean, you know, honestly, that's what they, they put it out every five years now what it is.
1: But they put out a game about every two or three years, right? Like the when they were doing Uncharted and Last of Us, they kind of overlapped about every two ish years, right? So whatever this new IP is still
0: I remember one one time they did. It was like the next year. But like, what was the Last of Us to Uncharted four? That's what it would have been. I feel like that was a long time. Really. And then Uncharted know. four to the Last of Us Part two. I think the Uncharted three to the Last of Us one was pretty quick, and that was like a shocking ordeal. But again, yeah, they're yeah. a much bigger studio
1: now too. So, that's true. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, Uncharted three was a twenty eleven. Three years later was, uh, hold on. Uh, this is, this list is not in order this is that's that's throwing me way off okay let's let's find out let's find out here but okay yeah uh, So Uncharted was seven likes... Un, uncharted two was 09 uncharted three was 2011 so that was every two years having a game and then two years later the last of us um and then one year later oh no that's just the remastered just kidding uh mm-hmm. from the last of us to uncharted four was three years. <laughs> Um, and then Lost Legacy was a year later, of course. And then from the, so Uncharted 4 to Last of Us 2 was technically four years because they did Lost Legacy. And then three years later came out with the last. Yeah. So they were coming out, like I said, every two or three years or so. And.
0: And then the Last of Us Part 2 came out in 2020. Right. I think that is right. Yes. We're already 2020 coming up on four years. Mm-hmm. But this is, so this is the bulk of what, they, that's the poopy part, I think, is that if this is true, or at least all their games somewhat, come out in the summer, at least somewhat true of what they've said, where they've been, they've, it's been all hands on deck and they're mm-hmm. canceling it now, which that's what we've said in the past. Like Naughty Dog's just not going to come out with a bad game. Like they would, nope. they're going to scrap. We've said that on this podcast. They would, they would scrap this before they came out with a six, seven out of 10 version sure. of it. Even if it's to make up money, that's not something that they mm-hmm. do. So if they've sure. been working on this for the better part of the, these four years, then that means we're going to be waiting a long time for whatever they have
1: Yeah, next. I don't know that they have been because I, I, you know that Neil's talked about they're working on a different IP, right? And so my yeah. assumption is they probably had it split halves, halvesies and the people making this multiplayer game are going we can't. We need, if we're going to keep putting out content and stuff, we need more than what we got or we need time. Right. I saw and the
0: tweet from Jason Schreier from, because he retweeted it mm-hmm. in May of 2023. That was, that said that they have taken a lot of people off the last of us online mm-hmm. development team to work on other things. So
1: mm-hmm. wonder if they knew then. that. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think that's probably when they made the bulk of the decision. Yeah. Maybe. I,
1: personally I mean we talked about it just a hair as soon as you read it I for me personally I think it's a good thing in terms of I would rather have uh, Last of Us Uncharted whatever the new IP is whatever the next new IP I don't know I'd rather have a game every two or three years two would be ideal right that's what I would Mm -hmm. rather of their single-player games that they do better than anybody else in the industry does Than I would this Uncharted or this uh, Last of Us multiplayer game the problem is that that's a decision that probably should have made two or three years ago, right? That's the yeah. sucky part about it. It's just a lot of wasted time, right? Unless yeah, unless they give it to another team or something and, you know, there's a a really... Because they don't say the game's, you know, bad here. As a matter of fact, what he says here is um, blah, blah, in their, in their blog post, as the multiplayer team iterated on their concept uh, for The Last of Us online their vision crystallized the gameplay got more refined and satisfying and we were enthusiastic about the direction we we're headed so i mean it feels like they're sitting here going like this is all good <laughs> stuff but if it's going to take over and not let us do what we're best at then we don't want to do it yeah so it still be- in some ways but i think it'll be they're going to be better for it in the long run if that really was going to take away and you know keep them from putting out a, a single player story game you know, every five years instead of two or three.
0: To me, this feels like when uh, you're trying to tell someone that you don't want to hang out with them, but you want to be nice about it. And so, mm-hmm. you're, you know, you say s- certain things to be like nice about it. That's how this feels like to me, where it's like, they don't want to mm-hmm. come out and just be like, the game's canceled, it's never coming out. Right. We messed up. They're saying it in a yep. nicer way. So it yep. maybe it's possible that it's passed on to another team. There's already been other teams that yeah. have made full uncharted games, for example, or whatever. Sure, but
1: um, I don't think they have a plan to do that necessarily. But I wouldn't be surprised if in a year or two somebody's using the, what their skeleton is of this game. You know, I don't think
0: we'll know until whenever their next actual game is announced. Yep. And we get a trailer mm-hmm. and someone does an interview, a one-on-one interview with Neil, and asks, like, yeah. About this specifically, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. We wanted to get that in um, as it dropped, um, since that's what a lot of people are going to be yeah. talking
1: about today. Sucks. As someone we who can loves
0: talk- live service games, I want to
1: see it. I want to play it. Well, we can talk more about at it next the exp- podcast too. But like this could, uh, this kind of continues the narrative of maybe PlayStation um, over said we want this many you know, 10 live service games, or whatever, maybe they oversold a yeah. little bit and they're like, okay, maybe let's do what we do. Great. Mm-hmm. And then add some live service games. Yeah. And
0: I, don't know. I, I, as again, as someone that like we had our PlayStation wrapped come out this past week mm-hmm. and it's all for me, it's literally all live service games. It mm-hmm. was uh destiny Two, rocket league, overwatch Diablo remnant two. Those are my top five games. All I've, all you could say, Remnant Two is not necessarily a live service game, but it, kind it is. It's one hundred percent is. It 100% <laughs> is. Um, Absolutely, it is. I think so, I only had two
1: on mine. I think I had um, Overwatch but, and uh, Diablo. But like the right move is to if if what they're saying is
0: true, which I believe it to be eighty mm-hmm. percent true. Yeah, I would rather you be working on your single player stuff that is going to be the most awarded games well. ever than to have everybody 80% of your studio working on a live service game. Even if it is, even if it was going to be my favorite game ever. Yeah. And and the reality is, like like you
1: said, it's not only that that's what they do best, but that's what they do better than anybody else that makes games. And so they're going to sell. So do it. And so I I don't know The, the biggest remedy for all of this, is for PlayStation to have some sort of showcase something in the next three, four, five months, and they show a trailer of the new IP. And then everybody goes, okay, now we've moved on to whatever this cool thing is looking. That's that's what they yeah. need to do.
0: Which might be also part of the reason why PlayStation didn't have another, why their showcase was so lackluster, slash Could they be. didn't have another one at the end of this year because they are pivoting away from their live service stuff.
1: Yeah. Time I will tell. Yeah, I don't think they're pivoting away from it as much as it's just... Like, okay, well, let's do it in a smaller chunk than we said we were going to do it. in. Yeah. Because right? that's the thing. And he the, the blog post talks about it. A live service game, to continue to create content for it and everything, it just takes more people. It just does. Yeah. Um, when your game's done, your game's not done. That's kind of the way it works. Whereas Last of Us, when your game's done, your game's done. Yeah. You know? So we'll see. Um but that's going to be it for this. Um, we are going
0: to point you towards the regular schedule episode where we talk about E3 being dead as well. A lot of things dying today. So E3 being dead. Um, we talk some VR stuff. We talk the Game Awards stuff that we liked and what we didn't like. All sorts of stuff. So enjoy the rest of the episode. let break What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Log On Games podcast for Friday, December the 15th. On this episode, we are going to talk about E3 being officially dead forever. Wow, wow. The day before, not a real game. Sorry, Neil. <laughs> we am gonna talk about that escapade. And uh I'm not gonna go over all the Game Awards announcements. If you're watching this, listening to this, well, if you're listening to this. If you don't subscribe to us on YouTube, we didn't technically have an episode go on the streaming platforms last week. That's because we did our game awards reaction video. It's on our YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash log games. So you can go over there if you want to see our reaction to so like literally every announcement through the whole show. We did plenty of
2: great commentary. Plenty, plenty it's of. It's very it.
0: long. It is. It's over three hours. It's over. It is a twenty-two gigabyte, jeez,
2: um,
0: a video Ooh. file
2: at four eighty p. Dang! I it
0: started <laughs> rendering at 1 a.m. and finished at 3 a.m. Golly! And then I had wow. to upload it. Yeah. It was it was something. Um, oh boy! But it is there, so go watch it. So I didn't stay up all night for no reason. Um, there you go. <laughs> but if you're an audio only listener, we are going to kind of go over really only the Game Awards announcements that we want to. So if there's a specific game that we thought was awesome. Or that spoke to us in some way, we're gonna talk about that. And if we didn't like it or don't care about it, we're just not gonna talk about it. So could be short for that. Um, and then uh and then some other tidbits for news that we have for the end of the thing. So stick around with me on this episode. You can find him at xuser8x.
1: We have Matthew on the podcast.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I just did a big X on the screen, and I'm kind of scared now because I don't know what all the motions are, so I, I probably shouldn't have done that just in case something crazy happens. I was expecting my dogs to bark
0: when I did that, and they didn't, so I'm a little shocked right now. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> um, Matthew, what's cracking? I'm just playing with the camera. <laughs> no, I've been fun- i I've, um Honestly, the most fun that I've had with gaming for the last two weeks is is every night before I go to bed, I lay down with my little miyu Mini Plus and I play that game Snatcher on the Sega CD, which is it's so Kojima. Cool. It's a Kojima game before Metal Gear Solid, to the point where you have a little robot. It's a very cyberpunky game, and you have a little mm. robot sidekick, and my robot sidekick is like he's named Metal Gear. This is before Metal Gear came out, so that's it's, awesome. It's very aside. Kojima. Yeah, there's a couple different <clears throat> things in there. It's it's kind of. Um, if you've played either Phoenix Wright games, it's kind of a little bit like that um, where you're kind of going around looking at stuff and you're not really – there's no moving. It's just you tell your guy to move or whatever and you look and investigate things and trying to find, you know, different stuff. But, it, man, I'm having a blast with it. It's so much more fun than I – I'd never heard of this game. and If you don't Phantom mind
2: Boy, me jumping so. off of what he's saying, did you see the uh, A24 collab with Hideo Kojima for the Death Stranding
1: movie?
2: I did. Official crazy i love i love a
0: 24 so much i'm a big movie guy especially a horror movie guy and to have a studio that's like listen the weirder the movie you come to us with the more likely we are to make it
2: all their stuff is good too it's
1: and i've played a solid 10 hours or so of death stranding i want to get back to it and play it but i'm gonna be honest so far i think it would make a better movie than a game anyways so okay yeah, it's just kinda of what it is, you know.
0: I can see that. I mean, I don't think they're gonna it's gonna be an hour and a half of just watching somebody deliver packages, you know, in the movie. But who <laughs> knows, you know. Uh also with this on this episode today, you can find him at Brown Berserker across the s- four Cs. We have Andrew sure. with us on the podcast today. What's up? The reason I say that, Andrew. It's because it me, me and Emily started watching the One Piece Netflix show.
2: Okay, cool, cool.
0: Have you seen it, and what are your thoughts?
2: I Okay, so one, I'm a hardcore fan of the anime and the manga, and I have seen a live action, and I approve it.
0: He approves it. Two thumbs up.
2: I approve it. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> 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 yeah, I enjoyed uh, it. As far as a live action adaption, I thought it was... It was fun. Oh, that was really good.
1: I have non, like I haven't watched very much anime at all. Is it a live action version? Like, is it a different story or is it like a retelling of the,
2: uh, it's, the it's, it's it's almost one for one with some small details, but I would say it's like the best introduction into the series for people that oh, have not gotten sick. to one piece. Yep.
0: Cool. Yep. I have not watched one piece because there is like a thousand episodes. Literally.
2: Literally. So, yes. Yeah.
0: And yes. so I'm just like, I don't wanna have to go through all of that. So I'll start with the Netflix show. So we started watching it and I was like, no, this is actually pretty good. I think we're it's like fun. we've watched yeah, like fun. three episodes or whatever, and I was like, I'm down. I'm down with what's both okay. so far.
1: He's, he's both excited for the show, but like also kinda like, Oh man, I'm probably gonna have to watch a thousand episodes, aren't I?
2: So my (laughs) my advice is that people read it versus watch it, or read it, and if you get hooked on it, then you can dive into watching it. So,
0: well, a thousand—if Netflix does a
1: thousand episodes, that's that's going to be something. (laughs) No, that's not happening. (laughs) Uh, I wouldn't know how much money that would take. That's not happening
0: um all right well we want to welcome everybody to the log on games podcast this is a weekly show in which our hosts discuss a variety of gaming news topics from new games big announcements events and more new episodes upload every friday on apple podcast spotify wherever it is again we did not have an audio episode last week our game awards reaction mm-hmm. is up on youtube.com at log on games where you can find every episode every week um you can also follow us at log on games on all the social media platforms click that link tree in our bio it'll point you to our youtube or spotify or apple wherever it is you want to listen to us at give us all the stars give us all the subs and then make new accounts and do it again (laughs) (laughs) um this episode is brought to you by zencaster.com this is where we record all of our episodes of all of our podcasting that we do Um, We just use a browser, Google Chrome. I don't know what other browsers they use, but um, it's browser-based. It makes life really, really easy to invite people. Um, Think of like Zoom, but without having to download any software. It's kind of like it is, and it's specifically made for podcasting. So you can do the production side on here if you want to. You can just do audio. You can just do video. You can upload. You can do different plans from free plans to all like – Businessy like 4K max, whatever. Um, So if you are interested in making your podcasting life a little bit easier, you can go to zencaster.com slash pricing and use our code LOGONGAMES for 30% off your first month of any paid plan. It's amazing. All lowercase, no spaces. Easy peasy. LOGONGAMES. All right, guys. This comes from theverge.com. Oh, boy. E3 is dead for good. While the video game industry had already largely given up on E3, once the largest video game trade show in the industry and biggest video game showcase event of the year, there was always a chance it would return after multiple years of cancellations. However, in a statement to the Washington Post today, E3's organizer confirmed that the show was permanently canceled. We know it's difficult to say goodbye to such a beloved event but it's the right thing to do given the new opportunities our industry has to reach fans and partners Stanley Pierre Lewis the CEO of Entertainment Software Association the nonprofit trade organization that ran E3 told the post How are we feeling today Andrew did you, did you light, not sh-
2: light a candle for E3 today <laughs> No not shocking took long enough uh it it's – I don't want to use the word sad. It's the end of an era. Uh, I think a lot of people talked about how E3 was their Christmas. Same personally. Mm-hmm, yeah. It was. Yeah. Um, I actually think like it, it's weird because this kind of like correlates with the discussions of like the Game Awards because a lot of people are talking about how mm-hmm. a lot of the uh, awards were kind of brushed over just for the entertainment and promotional side of the game awards so I think mm-hmm. there could have still been a space for e3 to exist and just be that place where they present new content and the game awards could have focused more on the 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 teams behind the games and the games itself but yeah I don't know it's uh like I said it, it I guess it was inevitable um I wouldn't say I'm sad, but like I guess kind of Keeley's running that torch now so. Matthew,
1: yeah, I mean, I would say I am sad because yes, he is running that. He kind of running with that torch, but like Summer Game Fest and Game Awards is a different thing. Like there's a different, there's a different vibe. I mean, like you can't tell me there's not still a place for what E3 did well in our society, right? uh, You can even just look at Google and Apple and like they do the same thing, or they step onto the stage and here's the new thing that we have and people still, oh, right? And so like, you don't have to release everything via, a um, you know, a YouTube video or whatever. It's like, there's still a place for that. They did a lot of things really well. And like, ultimately this was, they kind of did this to themselves, which kind of, that's the worst part about it in my, in my opinion is that E3 didn't have to die. They kind of did it to themselves.
2: So we I also kind of feel like some of that like has bled into like, New York and San Diego Comic-Con, packs, you know, where they have some gaming side. Like, personally, I'm kind of sad. Like, I'll actually say it this time. I'm actually sad that, like, I never got to attend an E3. I think that would have been, like, super yeah. cool. Just, to, just once. Like, that would have been super mm-hmm. cool. But, yeah.
1: Uh, for me personally, one of my all-time greatest gaming memories moments or whatever was with Andrew in a random movie theater. And I think we were in Columbus, right? Is that where we were? Oh, baby. Something like that, where we had gotten to basically go to that theater to watch E3. It was the PlayStation uh, E3, and they announced Shinmu, which was my like holy grail. This is never going to happen, but if they announced a new Shinmu game, it'd be incredible for like eight years. And then all of a sudden they did. And like that was the year they announced,
0: you know, they announced Shinmu 3, The Last Guardian, and Final Fantasy 7 all in the same three that year that was it was mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. it was crazy crazy yes yeah and, and then they, the like next year that. after that they announced spider-man of god of war mm-hmm. it was
1: it was in mm-hmm. time right yeah and there's, there's like i said there's still a place for that if someone does it well like I, my hope now is that summer game fest becomes where he at least does one like maybe his major summer games fest thing is a live thing at some point in the future right uh i would just so people like in person where people could do it, you know, that'd just be cool.
2: Does this break so, down to the fact that these companies realize that they don't need that space and like PlayStation's like, I can rent my own theater and do it? And Xbox is like, or Microsoft's like, I can do it myself in this theater. And Nintendo's like, we don't need sure. a theater. We'll just yeah. live stream for like forty minutes. Is is that is that what ended up being the downfall of E3?
0: So I mean, if we go back to our beginning podcast and stuff where we talked about this, like Part what started the downfall was Jeff did a lot of stuff at E3. He had his own show mm-hmm. at E3, and he helped run run certain things. And whoever this whoever's decision it was to be like, you're off the team, Jeff. Sorry, you, you pissed off the wrong person. Yeah, okay, that's what you did, you <laughs> messed mm-hmm. up. Yeah, and that was the beginning of the end. And that was the year he's like, all right, well, I'm going to do my own thing. And although it wasn't the greatest first year, you know, this next coming year will be like the fourth or fifth time that he's done it. So. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm a little sad. So, yeah. Similarly, I got to go outside of E3 twice, which is really really cool. Never got to go inside, which is whatever. But part of, the, of what made at E3's peak uh, the, the most magical of E3s, like people weren't invited in, or people couldn't just buy tickets and go anyway. Yeah. So I think Summer Game Fest. If anybody can do it, it's Jeff. Like what made E3 special was like. PlayStation, Nintendo, and Xbox would all have their presentations within, like, two days of each other, you know? Especially the days where it was, like, Xbox in the morning and PlayStation was at night. Like, those big-time big big days. Now, I don't know if that's possible. You know, we went through COVID where everybody kind of had their own time to do whatever. Yeah. I think Jeff has tried to get—it's been mainly PlayStation. It's like, we're going to do it two weeks before. It's like— can you just do it two weeks later so you can be with everybody else? <laughs> yeah. But they kind of want their own time. And then this last year, I don't think Nintendo had a had one until, like, the next month or something like that, if I remember correctly. So it was really just, like, PlayStation. And yeah, then, like two something. weeks later, it was the Summer Game Fest stream and then Xbox as well. So I'm less sad because there is something somewhat similar going on right now where, like, Jeff invites people to come and play the games like it Mm -hmm. used to be in Mm -hmm. back in E3 times. So like if you get invited or you're a big, big enough media member influencer podcast or whatever,
1: that'll be us next year.
0: Exactly. uh, You can get invited and it's basically e three where you just go there. And I mean, the Xbox thing is there summer Mm -hmm. games fest stream is there. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, yeah, the next step would be for Jeff to do Summer Game Fest stream live. I think it's kind of the next step, but it's yeah. really hard. I feel like it's a lot easier for him to get the big announcements for the Game Awards because there's nothing else going on, than it is for him to get them at Summer Game Fest because. Sure, I mean, if there's big enough announcements, even the state of play that PlayStation had two years ago, it's arguably better than their last showcase was, it had like Resident mm-hmm. Evil Four and all that kind of stuff. It's just hard. I think. Summer Game Fest announcements are usually like, we got Borderlands, you know, and it's like, "Okay,
2: well, yeah, yeah,
1: but yeah, I I think that live thing would just go a long ways. Um, Like if he announces, I don't know, like what would they announce the Last of Us multiplayer game at Summer Game Fest, I think. Right. Which was awesome. But if that was in front of a live audience, the pop that would have happened in the crowd and getting to hear the crowd is even more excitement for the game going forwards online everybody, whatever. Yeah. Like that, mm-hmm. that live buzz helps.
0: I mean, if we get them to get PlayStation to come there and do a live shows where yep. him and PlayStation and Xbox could all do their live shows, it'd be great. Because, like, if there's one thing that about Xbox and Phil, even though they haven't, you know, They've been struggle bustling for quite some time now. They've always been a part of that around that same time. They've always had their live show and all that kind of stuff. So um, yeah. at least there's something. It's not like
2: E3 is gone and nothing is there now. So yeah, got a little true. E3, I think, yeah. was also the only place where you were seeing, you know, whatever, the big three revealing like consoles within the same week, right? And it yeah. was like Xbox is showing their new console and you get a price and then you're like, ooh, I wonder <laughs> if Sony's going to. And then like two days later, Sony's like new PlayStation, new price. And it's all people are talking about in the same week. Like like it was crazy like that. Like so mm. crazy. Coming off of the 360 and PS3,
0: when they did those, the Notorious just absolutely god-awful Microsoft conference whatever, whatever. They announced the Xbox One. I went to GameStop after their conference. So I was like, all my stuff is 360. I might as well get an Xbox One, even though the presentation was awful. And they are like, oh, we're not doing pre-orders for it yet. And I was like, okay. And so then that night was the PlayStation One. And I was like, well,
1: never going to Xbox
0: <laughs> Exactly. I went the next day and I was like, never mind. I'm glad y'all weren't doing pre-orders.
1: So switch, that, switch that over, please. Yeah, I don't need a connect for my PlayStation, so. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it's
0: officially official. I'm, you know, it's possible that one day they do kind of like a PAX thing, maybe where it's like they don't have any announcements or anything like that. But, um, they do like, I don't know, have games where people can come and play or whatever,
1: but we'll see. I, th- I think next year y'all should come up here for PAX. Just saying. That'd you be fun. My place for free. What, uh,
0: that'd be fun. Every time that PAX happens up there, I always do it too late to where like uh we can like input for passes or whatever, but I do it too late. So well you gotta do it like now, I think. There you go. You heard it here first. Now we know. <laughs> heard it <here> first. <laughs> do it now. All right. Um in honor of Neil the DLTL Neil, who again has died because he tried to fight a tornado and got bit um got attacked by a moose and died. Um or he's been, yeah. he's been product testing this <laughs> game the uh, entire
1: time. He's been product testing this game.
0: If you remember, or if you're a long-time listener, um, a long time ago, Neil being like, couldn't wait for the game called The Day Before. It was yep. his number one most anticipated game. Mm-hmm.
2: And okay. we were like,
0: okay, it's not a real game, but you can think that all you want. Um, I remember you saying that all as <laughs> I So... <laughs> so shockingly it was supposed to go in beta i'm sure this article tells us more um but it was supposed to go in beta i don't know like a week or two ago and -hmm. people were like all right cool like we're getting a beta finally and then it was actually like only if you're invited by a developer can you get a part of the beta or whatever but some streamers Mm -hmm. and influencers got it it was utter garbage the only one out of 10 games that IGN has ever given a one. only game that IGN's ever given a one. It's this <laughs> game. And then uh, I'll just read those from IGN.com. In a bizarre update to the, to the long the day before saga, Studio Fantastic has announced its closure just days after the game's launch in early access last week. "Quote today, we announced the closure of Fantastic Studios," the company said in a statement on its X slash Twitter account. "Unfortunately, the day before has failed financially, and we lack the funds to continue. All income received is being used to pay off debts of our partners." Fantastic adds that the future of the day before and Prop Night is unknown, but the service will remain operational. It has been since been delisted from Steam. There's a statement from publisher MyTona that wrote, We are sorry for the fact that the game didn't meet expectations of the majority of players. Today we will work with Steam to open refunds for any of the players who choose to make a refund. We're in contact with Fantastic regarding the future of the game. Still, the closure comes after fans still did spend money on it, with it costing $39 in early access. Some players were already asking for refunds. However, even before today's closure news the long controversial games early access launch was a rocky one to say the least with the steam page being flooded with negative reviews not only was the day before plagued by bugs and server issues but there were also complaints that it wasn't even what was initially advertised while labeled as an open world mmo many were quick to point point out that it's actually an extraction shooter the backlash was so bad the player count dropped to almo- dropped almost 90 percent in four days and as soon as it entered steam's uh, 10 worst reviewed games of all time. I really want to know if Neil paid $39 to play this game. <laughs> I don't it's know. really, I was laying in bed <clears throat> last night or the night before, whenever it was, the day before. <gasps> um, thinking back at the first trailer that we saw for this game. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know how that was even made, is my question. 'Cause obviously we've we've talked about this game in the past where they're like they've had videos where like, oh, we don't pay our developers, everybody's a volunteer and all this kind of stuff. Okay, well that's not how gaming works. So it's not a real game. <laughs> not if you want to have a good uh, And every time they would come out with like since the launch video, every time they showed off another video, it got worse and worse and worse and worse quality. Yeah. To the point where as at now where it's like if you go and watch the gameplay for this so called game, it's just like uh, again, IGN gave this a one out of ten. There's yeah. games that shouldn't be run on the Switch, like Mortal Kombat. As bad as that game was, didn't
1: even get a one out of ten on Switch. Yeah, so that's yeah. Un- let me read <laughs> the let me read the review. Just like the little blurb, just like two sentences. It's a one out of ten. It's called. It's unbearable. So the, day before is, <laughs> the day before is easily one of the worst games I've ever played. To the point where I'm afraid to continue running it on my PC. And if, you, and if you didn't manage to try yeah. it, you can count yourself as one of the lucky ones.
0: There you go. Yeah. Very weird. Very, there's there's a lot of really cool like um, I would say like mini documentaries or just like YouTube videos from. Uh, Youtubers or past game developers that also have YouTube channels now that like really dove in on this game throughout the years to try and figure out what was going on. Mm-hmm. So if you ever want to just have a have a time, go look up some of those videos. I about to say
2: I have a tweet to read, and so my wife has <clears throat> never seen a Donkey video before. I mm-hmm. happened to watch his video on this game, and my wife mm-hmm. was <laughs> lolling. So good job, Donkey. So like, this tweet want- is this tweet Do is it. so good so this is this is just like i guess like a player or a whatever mm-hmm. and he says unbelievable unbelievable that you guys hyped this game up so much and this is the end result you guys are an absolute disgrace on the video game industry fantastic followed that by saying this was our first big experience period crap happens so <laughs> That's also not true because they have other games. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's sad is that Which, I want to play this game other more failed now games. than I did before all this stuff came
2: out. Have you watched the footage of what was released? No, I will. I swear though. there's like, 10 zombies in that whole city. I'm, I'm, yep.
1: I was never super excited about this anyways. It wasn't yeah, super yeah, interesting same, at all. Same. Now yeah. I want to try it just to see how bad it is. Like, I want to know it's if a, it's so bad that I could have a good time and how bad it is. Just like laughing at it, you know? Yeah. I don't know
0: the first ever trailer which again which is why it was like number 1 pre-save on steam and all this kind of stuff it looked like the division yeah meets the last of us like that was I think I rewatched was,
2: that yesterday
0: yeah which is it a looks, good idea which and again as we see this game's been in development by I don't know what they did or if they did anything uh for years teams. and years yeah. and years exactly <laughs> Like, how did that first video even get made? Because the first video is so good. Mm-hmm. It looks like a AAA big budget like trailer to a game. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, it blows my mind. Like, they had to have someone had to make that. Tra- That's what, if I'm PlayStation or Xbox somebody, I'm figuring out who made that trailer
2: and mm-hmm. hiring that person. Well, I mean, so, yeah. I mean, you see that all the time and even goes back to what we're talking about. E3 uh, Anthem's presentation, initial presentation looked insane compared to what they released. I mean, that happens all the time. So they, yeah. they spent a lot of time on making a two minute reel that looked incredible, yeah. but it wasn't actually what it was. So. But that's like that's like EA yeah. with all the money no in the Man world Sky. compared to like yeah. this
0: team that has like no money. And even yeah. No Man's Sky was like on the PlayStation stage.
2: Yeah, it just mm-hmm. it
0: just boggles my mind
1: that how the, that first trailer right. even ha- got made. Well, here's, in a, general. here's the deal: like it, it's t- like you said, it's taken them so long to make this game, right? What happened that they went? You know what? It's good enough. Just, just throw it out now. <laughs>
0: like, you got to watch some of the documentaries because this is not the at? first time that this team has done this, where they've just I'm like they uh, had this crappy game idea mm-hmm. and or this game idea, and they made a. Made it seem cool and then just made, like, the absolute bare minimum possible, released mm-hmm. it, and then, like, a week later, it was gone. Like, they've done that multiple times.
2: So. Do yeah. you um, think the people pr- funding it were pushing them to get it out the door? I don't even know how. I don't even. I don't even understand.
0: I don't even know what to tell you.
1: Do you think I don't know it how the they day got day funded before. for anything. Do you think they called it if, the day before because they knew they were only going to get one day out of it?
0: And that's the other thing. The day before, it was copyrighted, and they were like, "That's why I got taken off Steam initially." We talked about it on this podcast. Was like, and they still didn't change it because it's not a real game. But <laughs> even like two years ago, Colin Moriarty from Sacred Symbols had their like mm-hmm. lead guy and like did an interview with him, and the guy was like, "No, man, game's real. It's going, it's going great." And, and <laughs> I was like, call, I would. Colin got out that interview. It was just like there's some weird things that happened in that interview, but. It's a fun time, everyone go look it up. But sorry, Neil. Yeah. I will say this if you you're like, if, if there's, uh, <laughs> I don't even know if I have his number. Yes, you I do. I think I've tried to call him before and he didn't answer. Can so. you give us your That's two true. cents That's on true. what's happened? <laughs> I don't know he probably, if, if, if problem. he does, I do have his, his number. I just don't know what I had him <clears throat> saved as. It, it, oh, it wasn't
2: Neil.
1: Uh, <laughs> so I had some weird name for him. I'll say his number out loud for the world to hear. You ready? Oh, God. I'm just kidding. I'm not doing that. I'll type it yeah, in the I chat. Don't, though I don't if you know want if me that's
0: good. <clears throat> type it in the chat and I'll try.
1: He's probably not going to answer. He's probably playing the day before. All right.
0: <laughs> that's true.
1: Out- if I'm another team,
0: though, like, and this sounds crazy, but even like <sighs> Naughty Dog or... Whatever, or the people working on the Division 3. I'm looking at that trailer as like, listen, this trailer got this game to the number one most saved game on Steam. Mm -hmm. If you're the Division, you're not far off from what that trailer was as far as like your game already. If, If you're the last of us making a multiplayer
1: game, you go, hmm, that looks like something
0: we could do. So... I'd be really it'd be really funny one day if a game comes out and they're like, Yeah, the original day before trailer was like our inspiration. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's call let's give Neil a call. I don't um,
1: know. See if he's playing it or not.
2: Yeah, so bizarre. It's like man.
0: sorry, I'm just I'm just deep into the day before man. This is game of the year for me.
1: Oh, uh, uh, today's the last I day didn't have him as Neil, this. but it didn't come up. That was weird. Mm. Neil Iglesias, is probably what you had him miss.
0: He's not gonna answer. He's too embarrassed.
1: He won't answer out of embarrassment. Yeah. Still going to leave the <clears> voicemail out of embarrassment. I 100% would. This kind of content pay paper here. Automatic
2: voice he texts me uh, and said, Yo, call you back. close like? Is it going to say it out loud? Yeah, it's saying out loud say it out loud. Like, yeah, I, well, I, I couldn't <laughs> hear it over y'all, so <laughs> I don't know. I nothing. press one for more options.
0: Hey, Neil, you just texted me saying, hey, can I call you back? And no, you can't. Because we were talking about the day before, which was your most anticipated game years ago. How now? And uh, we just wanted to see if you were okay. We just wanted to check in on you. Make sure you weren't fully depressed on the fact that this (laughs) isn't a real game. And the only one out of ten that Idun has ever given. Um, But you have Tarkov, you know what I mean? So you can keep playing that uh hopefully you're fighting off that tornado and that moose that keeps murdering you to allow you to not be a part of the podcast anymore <laughs> but uh,
2: uh just check it in see you later bye oh love gosh. you guys <clears throat> if he uh if he calls you back and leaves a voicemail play that before the end of the if show if he calls me back I'm <laughs>
0: answer. i'll answer it live on here well, that'd be grand. Um, all right let's move on to let's just shoot through the game award announcements because i know andrew has something he wants to talk about shortly and i have something i want to talk about shortly so if there are any games i just spoke to you that we didn't talk about during the reaction or whatever i thought you were going to go
1: straight from a one out of ten to a 10 out of 10 on ign but we're going to do this one no i thought it was a good segue
0: um that's true i'm the uh the link I have is from Polygon because they posted mm-hmm. the games, like, in order um, oh, that's from so when it was nothing. on the Game Awards, yeah. which usually I think IGN just kind of, like, jumbles it all together. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, Anybody, I mean, Metaphor, which was a game on the pre-show, which is from the old Persona team, which looks like yeah. Persona. I want to cool. play that game. I'm really excited for that. I was a little confused on why that's a pre-show thing and not a main show thing, but yeah. that's okay.
1: Yeah. Um Brown Andrew, did you see, did you see uh Pony Island 2 uh at all Panda Circus that game? It's in the pre-show? Did It is no. by the it's by inscription creator Daniel Mullins.
2: Oh shoot. Okay, so, so here's the here's the funny thing. When we uh came in, uh I think we came in like 15 minutes before the game award, so I actually missed mm-hmm. all Was it the uh the uh, Day of the Devs thingy?
1: It must have been. I'm not sure. It was I didn't all see indies, it live. right?
2: It was all indies. I'm, yeah, it's I'm just looking funny. at it now,
1: and I know that you're an Inscription fan, so.
2: What's it called? It's
1: called oh. uh, Pony Island 2, Panda Circus. Okay. L- heard, Literally, I've, it's so funny because it says, if Inscription is anything to go by, describing this game based off its debut trailer feels like a fool's errand. I agree.
2: Oh, <laughs> okay. So my friend told me to play this Okay. Just on the fact that I liked Inscription. Okay. Right, that's
1: that's why I brought okay. it up. Okay. I know nothing about it, but when I okay. saw Inscription, I just thought you needed to know in your heart and soul.
2: Okay, um, I appreciate that.
0: I'm still kind of floored and beyond shocked that we didn't get an actual release date for the Hellblade 2.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a
0: date 2024, which probably <clears throat> means late 2024, which... I thought it'd be closer to the, towards the earlier side, but like, you know, y'all know myself and how I just hate when, like all, especially like Grand Theft Auto recently and Monster Hunter, like why put 2025, like
2: just,
1: can you not just wait a year and then do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I I think we'll see in saying 2025 twenty five, you're at least Making sure that people don't have the expectations of 24, right?
0: Yeah, but so now they have really the expectations up. of 25. And when a game is that far out, we've seen that get delayed that's past true. that many times. That's true. So it's like, that's true. You're going to tell me 2025. And then when it gets delayed to 2026, so it's like, all right, I waited a year and a half for you to delay it another year. And just, mm-hmm. that's a,
1: super annoying. But, yeah. Are you going through all of these or what, what's kind of the goal here? Just whichever ones you want to go through. <clears throat> does not matter.
2: Okay, I so would mention. yeah, go ahead. Uh, well, it, it, these are my notes, and now, like, even though I wrote them down like this, <laughs> like I can't remember. So there was a game called like Kazan, and I put it as the better God of War. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so like, let me look at this game back up. <laughs> I yeah, I, I know what are talking, talking about. Oh my gosh, it was like a two D slash. Like 2D, 3D kind of. Yes. Okay. Yeah. This game looks so cool. It's called The First Berserker. Yeah. This game looked cool. They should have called it the second one. Yeah. Second Berserker. It's funny because, like, a lot of the, like, I have a list of the games, but, like, I can't remember them now. Well, um, Mecha Break? What's Mecha Break?
0: God, Remember, man. we saw the little teaser from. Um, oh, that looks cool too. The Tango GameWorks people was yes. Kamuri, which look that looked cool, even though it was just a CG trailer. So I don't really know exactly
1: what's happening there. Yeah, what, they. What uh, are you talking about? Who? Me?
2: Yeah, which one are you talking about? Kamuri, the unseen, uh, uh, company. It
0: it kind of oh, looked like yeah. Just just CG wise CG trailer kind of looked yeah. Overwatchy a little bit.
2: The uh, th- what's cool, too, is that uh, I think it's that same that same evening. They uh, listed merch for that game on their website, which is really cool. Nice. Really cool designs. Yep. I, I know Matthew's favorite probably announcement of the night being the Sega
0: announcements.
1: And they made. it was up there. I'm, it was a surprise. That was probably the most surprising announcement of the night for me, like in a positive way. Um, not all. I mean, I'm obviously a Sega Fanboy through and through play the Dreamcast yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually played the Dreamcast yesterday uh, with Ivy's kids who were at the church. So there was like, I don't know, like six and three years old playing the the, the Dreamcast. Let me show you here, boys. If you, Um,
0: if I am a a part of the development team for Crazy Taxi, the -hmm. question is, do we try and just get a lot of the original soundtrack? Or is yes. this, or do we just try and, this is a you Tony crazy Hawk taxi. For, this is crazy taxi for the new generation. So let's,
1: let's no, do you Tony Hawk it. You get the, cause the OG soundtracks only like five songs. So there's not very many of them. Yeah. And then you just add like, I don't know, some more songs that are similar vibe or whatever that are newer. See, I
2: would say if the same, if the same bands are, performer It's Offspring. From... It's
1: mostly just Offspring.
2: Yeah, that's what I remember. So <laughs> if you got them to do new songs just for the game, that'd be pretty killer, I think. So Maybe we get uh, maybe you get Offspring to go into the studio and
0: do the <clears throat> same songs, but modernize them, you know, like do a rehash of them.
1: Okay. There is, I'm looking right now Specifically the, in an OG game, Christmas. there are three Offspring songs, four Bad Religion songs, and then two that are like random people's.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. it's a cool soundtrack. Yeah. Burned so in my good. brain.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> and, and everybody else's brain that went to an arcade ever. Um, but the, my, the biggest deal and stuff like that is I just hope that they, I hope they don't change it too much. Right. So like part of the brilliance for crazy taxi was the, you know, like you had two buttons to deal with basically. Right. There was like, mm-hmm. it's just super simple. I hope they keep it that way. Um,
2: how do you guys yeah. feel about where that trailer was placed? Because a lot of people felt like it, it should have been its own like standalone world premiere, so more eyes were on it. Whereas when it was presented at first, we were like, "Wait, what is this?" And then it was like the holy crap moment, like halfway through it. Like a lot of people feel like it was kind of just like brushed over per se. But uh.
0: yeah, I'm just a Sega fanboy. Man, we don't listen to them.
2: Sega, I think Sega. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> where sega has fallen in the video game world recently it's probably where it's gonna be mm. you know uh i hope they you know return to what they once were it'd be great i'd love for sega to make a system in the future at some point but oh, i i'll
2: like so it's funny this episode we we're talking about like e3 and like one of my one of my favorite memories of e3 was just the big four you know what i'm saying like <clears> they <throat> force yep. like the the four just conquered like e3 and it eventually just became the big three but like I liked when mm-hmm. you know Sega yeah. also had a console you know it was cool
1: mm-hmm. what did like what did you feel like was the mega announcement of the night like the one they should have focused on the most um... see what did they do at the end I don't for, know.
0: for me don't know. it was blade for me it was blade. That was all a big one. That all was the good. announcements, yeah. I do blade last personally. That was my kinda,
1: probably my favorite mm-hmm. thing that came that out. That was a cool day. one. That was a cool one. Um, I actually kind of think it was the Matthew McConaughey one for me. Exodus cool game? I forgot about that to be honest. I th- honestly <laughs> I, I'm I want to play that game. It, it looks to me like uh Starfield except for like I want to play it. like i played starfield for like 10 10 15 hours i'm like man this is just not it for me right and it kind of has a little old old feeling to it but um you know these are ex-bioware devs so i mean if it's mass effecty i played all those they're great Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. um and obviously matthew mcconaughey is a pretty massive name to show up at a video game thing um so yeah, I don't know. I'm actually pretty excited about that one. I was
0: really excited about uh, the Lost Records trailer, which is uh, the Life is Strange team.
1: Mm-hmm. That was
0: cool. Yeah, that was cool. That made me excited because I played, I played all of the Life is Strange games, but I only played like half of two. And I just wasn't really mm-hmm. feeling it. Played all the other ones and all the DLCs. So excited for that one it looks good
2: i feel monster hunter was placed in a good spot especially towards the end mm-hmm. and then uh, for for me because <clears throat> i've been watching uh black wukong's uh development i guess for so many years it's cool to actually see a date on that so it's, it's very exciting yeah yeah right it, august it's the 20th t-
0: 2024 mm-hmm.
2: yeah it's not turn-based so i'm I,
1: i'm probably not going to play it but i it, <laughs> for people that like that kind of... For people that like that kind of game, yeah. I think that the uh, the new Mana game looked cool.
2: hmm oh, yeah.
1: Visions of Mana. I thought that looked really cool.
2: Yeah, that was, that was unexpected. Because I, I think the uh, remake apparently didn't do well. So it's funny that, mm. that new one's coming out. So mm. mm-hmm. Oh, the Jurassic Park game. I forgot about that. It looked fun. It looked really cool. I want to see gameplay.
1: Oh, I agree. I, I but j- from a trailer standpoint, it was killer. I mean,
0: this whole show was... That looks cool, but I want to see gameplay.
2: That's like mm-hmm. the theme of the game. That's, that's gaming my entire life. I'd like, like every the, time I see a cinematic trailer, I'm like, just show gameplay, please. I don't like I don't the last Sentinel this. trailer that we got with the
0: um, robot lady mom. They got her face halfway, lady whatever. <laughs> that looks really cool, but it's like I have no idea what. Like, yeah, this yeah, could be yeah. a, a 2D top-down shooter and turn me off. Be like, all right, calm down. Yeah. Out.
2: Exactly. I have no exactly. idea where this is supposed
0: to be.
1: Yeah.
2: Um... Yeah, the, the Apex
1: led, the Apex Final Fantasy crossover, that was crazy. I did not see that. Again. Oh,
2: yeah. What the heck? Seriously. That's strange.
1: I'm seeing the Skull and Bones release date, and the reason that, that is relevant to me is because, like, an hour ago, I got a beta invite to Skull and Bones. So I might just play it just to see what, I mean. Dang. It's I can't play more than six hours over three days, according to the, the thing. So, I mean, I'll know it by that point if I want to get it or not.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there is a lot of I, I wouldn't say that there was like lo- there was a lot of new IPs in this, which was cool.
1: There was yeah. a lot of CG trailers. There there's
0: a lot of things that's like that looks cool, but I don't know what the game is. That looks cool, but I don't know what the game is. So i mm-hmm. going to hold off thoughts for a lot of these kind of stuff. Uh, we got a lot of shadow drops. I mean, like two or three in this thing, which is nice. Like, like, there's actually quite a like a handful that came out with like the next week from when they announced. It. I was about so, to say the mm-hmm. uh,
2: God of War free DLC. People are praising out the Wazoo. They said it's really yeah. good.
1: Mm-hmm. I am um, looking at the uh, Light No Fire game. The No Man's Sky yeah. creators made that. That like. Now that I know what No Man's Sky is, as opposed to what they kind of made you think it was going to be before it came out, now I'm excited about
2: that. Well, somebody cool. somebody was talking about how they focused on, like, the scale of the mountain. But then when they actually showed the footage, mm-hmm. people are like, oh, there's dragons in here? Like, yeah. you didn't even talk about the theme at all. Like, you're focused <laughs> yeah, on the mountain. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's
1: true. That's true. Yeah.
0: Looks neat. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's I mean that's about it for me. Um, it the game awards went kind of how I thought it would. I, honestly, I thought Baldur's Gate would win. I mean, it won a lot, but I thought it would win more. I was surprised to see Alan Wake two win as many times as it did. But I like that game, so I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was glad I, to see Final I, I, Fantasy sixteen win Best Soundtrack because it's so damn good. Mm-hmm. Um, everything else was it's kind still of as expected.
1: I still think Zelda was the just the best video game that was made this year. I just it, I think it probably suffered some from being too similar to the last one. I guess, even though yeah, apparently that that's was about a, all yeah. you can do with the Switch.
2: <laughs> yeah, like that's a, a lot of people brought up. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Talking wow. about the overall game awards, uh, I watched a video from Alana Pierce. Uh, kind of just changed a little bit perspective on all of that and how like I had brought it up once already about how. Like in the blink of an eye, you know, this company won best action game or best blah, blah, blah. It was just done on the side. And I think Matthew Mm -hmm. was even talking about that while we were watching it. And Mm -hmm. the show was more focused on entertaining people and showing world premieres. Mm -hmm. And in Alana Pierce's video, she's talking about how like, you know, it's like blood, sweat and tears for these teams to like make these games to just mm-hmm. be like this little side thing that Keeley talks about for a few seconds and then it's gone, instead of giving that team their moment, you know, to feel proud about what they've made, mm-hmm. you know, like that's so, it's it's a lot of the discussions have been popping up about that. Uh, since yeah, the awards. But yeah. I tweeted it's out tough. about it, but it's
0: like you take a lot, it. It's going to be different every year. Like you take last year, and they even joked about it. The first thing on this year's Game Awards last year, the first award spoke for eight minutes and we were like yeah. let's freaking go so and last year didn't have a lot of announcements there was a lot more of the dev talk, talking people mm-hmm. were like oh. yeah and then this year is the exact opposite of yeah hardly any dev talks and just game 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 so it's like i think it just depends on what on you year. can get
1: like
2: well, so this some year people have talked like, about a, splitting it, like a a, a winter yeah. fest mm-hmm. and then just Game Awards, you know.
1: Right, and that's fine, and I have no issue with that. But if this is all awards and talking, and like if they split it to where they're showing the world premieres at one thing and then the other one's just the awards, I'm not interested in watching the awards. Maybe I'll well, turn to, like, I, to the last 10 I minutes to watch I guess people the, can
2: chime in for certain things, I guess. Right, so, right. Yeah.
0: I would be interested in watching both, but I think that's part of the problem is like, if he has a year like he did last year or whatever, two two three years ago when Fast and the Furious was, like, the best game that he could announce or whatever, like, <laughs> yeah. if you do two shows and you're going to have... Some years you're going to have the announcement show be, yeah, like, rough. absolute yeah. garbage. And there's, yeah. like, no reason for it. And so I think it's just going to vary every year. It's not going to be perfect every year. We're going to have another year like this where it's just, like, mm-hmm. the craziest announcements and the game devs don't get it. And then we're going to have years yeah. where they do, like whatever award it was it's like for a bunch of old game developers, like the appreciation award or whatever for starting gaming in some way. And then, and then massively long speeches. And I assume next year will probably be more on the speech side just because of the blowback from this year. But like, <laughs> totally. yeah. it's just going to be, it's just going to vary year to year. And so yeah. like the alternative is like, don't have it at all or, you just
1: get what you get every year. Yeah. And no, so, I mean, I'm, I'm on the opposite side of things from a lot of the blowback. I re, my opinion is, I think you should for game of the year, that's a big announcement. You give that dev team time to speak. I do everything else as a side thing. That's just my opinion because it's three hours and 10 minutes long as what we watched it. That ain't, that's not okay. In my opinion, that's just not, especially when you're building up to your best stuff is at the end Man, that's rough. Like I think two to two and a half is like the long window that you should shoot for,
2: I think yeah. they should treat it like the Grammys, so like like hear me out, so you have you know you have your awards, your speeches, but they also have like performances like embedded in it, but it's it's performances of like songs from the game of the years, so yeah. like mm-hmm. and then and then like like we were saying, like the winterfest is just strictly trailers and all that jazz, mm-hmm. so yeah.
1: I, uh, I don't Can ever me? watch other award shows either because to me, that's just it's just not entertaining TV for yeah, me. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. And so, um, I mean, I watched Will Smith slap a guy once. That was fun. But other than that, like, I don't really <laughs> I think, pay any attention to that.
0: <laughs> I think we were, like, in a PlayStation party when that happened. It was it was fun. Really? I think well, so. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, I just, like, we've had the years where there's been an insane amount of ads. People are like, oh, my gosh, there's so many ads. I don't know. We had the years where it had it was just really a bunch of bad cheesy parts. Like you remember the uh, the big shaver guy mascot that was walking yeah, around that was like hilarious. in between all this stuff?
1: That was so funny. the stuff. We
0: had the 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 f the Oscars <laughs> year, which was like nothing else in that whole award show mattered because we got that one moment. Yeah, and then yeah, we have had yeah. like last year with eight minute speeches, and this year with no speeches. And random so people jumping like, on
1: stage, really exactly.
0: talking to It's gonna be. Yeah. It's gonna. He's obviously gonna taking the feedback, but there's going to be issues every year that people talk about. So mm-hmm. for it, sure, this for year sure. just happened to be the devs got the shaft and everybody yeah. else got. Yeah. And again, like Matthew said, three hours and 10 minutes with yeah. not letting Less from, like any speeches yeah. happen is insanity. At some point, Jeff, a, you just yeah. got to say no to some of these games <laughs> or make the pre-show an hour. I, whatever you got to yeah. do to make this thing two and a sure. half hours i would love
2: that yeah a lot of like a lot of people are Mm -hmm. like you know we give like these celebrities time to talk about their like broken foot and tell people to shut up but like we're not (laughs) letting developers have their spotlight to be like oh my god you know this game was made by blah 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 we put our blood sweat and tears like i said into it but like i said they'll they'll, they'll pull up celebrities up there and they can stand up there for four or five minutes if they oh my gosh we got kojima forever but yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got Kojima forever. Who talked about we're making a game, but we're not telling you what it is. That's yeah, what happened. yeah.
0: <laughs> we're like we know. To be there. fair, you've done this. You do this all the time. I was about yeah. To be fair, that's yeah. basically
1: all Kojima does.
0: Yeah, you could have we're just had a, a screen. You could have just had a screen that said "Insert Kojima here, doing something weird," and then that's it. Announces the game that won't come out for fifteen yeah. years.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um. Yeah, but, I, I think next year it'll probably be more on the developer side of things. Yeah. But again, like,
1: I imagine can feel being bad. For Jeff, the devs.
0: Imagine being Jeff this year and being like, I have so much, so many things. Sure. that I've said yes. Like, yep. we have hours of game announcements. How the heck are we going to make this less than four hours long? I don't even know.
1: Well, that's and, what people are going to tune in for is they want to tune in to see the, the next cool thing, right? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. there are people that are going to tune in to see the order, E3 for replacement sure. stuff. Yeah. Right, 100%. And like, I do feel bad for the devs that they don't, I guess, get that moment to kind of talk yeah. for a minute. But also you still get that award on your game and that still boosts sales and everything else, right? And which is ultimately, that's ultimately the satisfaction that you get from a dev, like as a dev, if if people buy your game to play it, and a lot of people do that. That's the satisfaction that you really super For get. For sure, yeah. And it kind of stinks that they don't get a little more moment in the sun, I guess. But if it were four hours long, you boys check I'm it more. out. And I'm not seeing their the moment in the sun anyways. In. Yeah. right. Maybe we and should so, have had,
0: maybe, uh, I mean, in hindsight, it's whatever. Maybe they could have had a post show that's like, hey. Kind of like how the Oscars do it, where like they do interviews with each person that won something afterwards. where you can, I like, can see that. They, if they want to talk for two minutes, they can. If they want to talk for thirty minutes, they can. And then absolutely stream it, post yeah. it on socials, and all that kind of stuff. But
1: I don't. Know. I like that. I know. I know. F one does that after the race. They take like the top, <laughs> you know, few races, or whatever. They do an interview on the couch with them for whatever. I could see yeah. that. That makes sense to me.
0: We'll see. Um, I have a feeling that next year will be more developers because Grand Theft Auto is supposed yeah. to be in two thousand twenty-five. So I think a lot of games are just gonna like well, let's just push twenty twenty-six. You know, we don't need to compete with. A game that's going to because sell, of
2: one
1: game sold everyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends. It depends on the style of game. Oh
0: um. Gosh. All right, moving on here. I just wanted to throw this in as just like a little interesting tidbit. Uh, we saw a trailer for this. If you're a VR person, you know what I'm talking about. We saw a trailer for this game at the Game Awards. It's an ad, I think, or maybe it was something else. I don't remember. Asgard's Wrath Two, which is a MetaQuest exclusive. And it's like, hey, basically, like, you buy MetaQuest 3, you get this game. And I've seen it a million times. I saw it at the MetaQuest stream. We saw it at maybe Summer Game Fest or something. We saw it again here. And it just kind of looks like a VR game. And I think even in our reaction videos, like, it's really hard to show off a VR game. Is that a Matthew Mercer
2: game that he's in?
0: I don't remember. I don't remember either. But it's got sitting at a 93 on Metacritic right now. and IGN gave it a 10 out of 10. And I saw that and I was like, I beg your pardon? Because, like, even Seriously. someone that loves VR like myself, it's just like, I've watched trailers of this game before and been like, okay, like, I don't care, really. This Like, mm-hmm. this isn't doing it for me. But um, I was reading somewhere, said it was a 90 plus hour open world game, which yep. to me is... What?
1: Exactly. I'm I'm looking right now at the Metacritic Awards. awards, Say uh, goodbye to your real life. (laughs) It's got a 93. (laughs) I know. It has a 93 on Metacritic. IGN's the only uh, 100, but nobody has given it below a 90. Golly. Including, like, I'm reading reviews. It looks great, runs great, plays fantastically, and has more high quality content than most RPGs I've played before. Than
0: the day before. (laughs) I know, right? I just thought it was crazy that I was just like, so there's like content. four playable characters and stuff, but just an open world like it said 90 plus hours. I was like, Wow, even if you're saying, like, yeah, the story, like a lot of JRPGs, yeah, if you just play the story, it's like 30, 40 hours. If you do all the side missions and all the collectibles, it's whatever. But this is the line so, though I tried to complete most side quests and kept an eye on all the chests placed just out of reach in the open world. I didn't even approach completion this run and still find myself sinking in an astonishing ninety-one hours before I rolled credits. That's insane. Incredible. So for again to be a VR mm. RPG to be that long, but also getting nines and tens, I think, is like pretty insane. Yep. So I thought it, a little insert here to I, be like, Hey, maybe uh maybe this game is something cool. So that's yeah, I, I
1: think that's what has to happen for VR to stick around. Not necessarily you have to have 90 hour games, but you have to have games that are full fledged regular games in VR as opposed to like VR, most VR games feel like a re- a real video game light, right? And not yeah. that they're bad. It's just that they're like a light <clears throat> version. And I think you got to have more of this kind of stuff where it's like, no, nah, it's, it's a legit full fledged
2: game. You have to be willing to I ruin think, your eyesight. That's I right. think
0: the reason I've just been so dismissive <laughs> over this game was because we see this all the time. Yeah. And f- anytime a console comes out, whether it's VR or whatever, there's always like, this is the game you have to play. Like for VR, 2 it's like Call of the Wild. Yeah. For PlayStation, no, he's like, we got Miles Morales. Like every time something happens. And so with MetaQuest, yeah. it was like, this is the game. When you get a MetaQuest, like, you're going to get this game for free. And it's the game you have to play. Like, all right. Yeah, I've heard it. How good could it actually well, be? Well,
2: it's also so, like crazy like you're saying that they slapped a a ninety hour AAA game for free into this yeah. thing. It's kind of like the like we used to buy like uh SNS like back in the day and get like Super Mario World for free. Like it's crazy yeah. like that quality of game coming with a console. That's so cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very, very old school. Yeah, um it'll it'll sell
1: console though.
0: It will. Crazy. I mean, yeah. I've wanted to get You're back into them. VR, and I'm already planning on getting a MetaQuest 3 whenever I end up doing that. Whenever there's a price drop or a sale or something like that. 199 Give it to me. So, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when this thing isn't $500 or $450 or whatever, yeah, yeah. and it goes on sale for like 300 with two free games or something, this will be like the first game I play probably, so... Um, Andrew, you want to talk about Destiny before we end this thing out? Give it later. Uh, just
2: there. just a just a quick tidbit. So, you know, Bungie's been digging a hole throughout the year. You know, like Are you you mean Bungie, the uh video game awards nominated best community Bungie? Yeah, the, that the company okay. that has taken eight years of my life away. You know, they're like firing people and telling you that like, you know, we've left the right people. Don't worry, it's all good. Delayed their last expansion, all that. Anyway. Their current season that we're going through in the game right now, this is like a level of lazy I've never seen before. Or maybe I have. (laughs) They literally took a mission from their 2018 expansion and slapped it into our current season. The exact same mission to a T, mechanically, enemies, everything to a T. Copy, paste. I haven't played it yet. I'm so excited. Come on like so that's, that's like him. that's like beyond lazy at least like mm-hmm. at least the development team of you know a day before took some time and we're trying to do something different you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> it's so uh, are you telling me that like
0: like did they explain it in any way is it supposed to be like story mission wise is it supposed so to be seasonal this, wise
2: is it supposed to make sense well, this season is all taking place on the Dreaming City, so the mission yeah. is from the fr- is fr- that's from Forsaken expansion is the Dreaming City mission anyway, and apparently nothing was changed at all. Nothing.
0: Well, I don't know when I'll play it because we talked about this when we did the dungeon, which I love the new dungeon. I think it's super fantastic. fun. Super fun. Yeah. Um, when we were doing the dungeon, it's like, all right. Well, I guess this is the f- First time or the last time I played with you guys until June because like, if this season is gonna last, it it'll probably literally be like March or April whenever they supposedly do the whatever so. new yeah. something to keep us held over until the thing happens that yeah. I actually yeah. get on and just do all the story stuff for this season because I, I just have no desire to play the seasonal content now. Like, what's the point of doing it? I don't need to do it right now. I got Final Fantasy 16 to play.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 for sure. Hmm. It's just it's just sad to see where the company's going. I just don't understand how they can keep digging that hole worse and worse to the point that now we're talking about Sony taking over the entire company. Like it's so sad. It it just these are the people that made Halo and then they created Destiny, this like thing that a lot of us have like just been living <laughs> in for like 8 years and now it's just yeah. I don't know, man. It's sad. That's sad. Not E3. Yeah. Bungie going downhill is sad. <laughs> I don't remember if
0: we talked about this on the podcast or not. Maybe we did. But I do find it a little funny that, like, the hot, the upper management of Bungie is what all the devs that get laid off. The current people that, you know, the insider information has been like, yeah, we've told the upper management the problems they just don't listen. And, like, they're the ones that are the reason we're in where we are. Yeah. And now, potentially, Sony can take over, and people are like, I can't believe this is happening. Like, isn't that what we want? Hmm. This is the same Sony that gives Naughty Dog all the time in the world to make their game. Yeah, that's true. They gave yep. the God of War. Like, when you look at God of War, Spider-Man, The Last of Us, Uncharted, Horizon, Ghost of Tsushima, like, this Sony gave them all the time and money they needed and said, the game will come out when it comes out, make it a 10 out of 10 game, and they do. So it isn't, Mm -hmm. like, I feel like if Sony took over, I know, like, we want... Kojima's
2: making Destiny. Let's go.
0: Exactly. Like, let them, (laughs) let, wouldn't that, I feel like that would be a good thing. I know, like, people are like, oh, we don't want Bungie. They want them to kind of stay kind of independent for just some make-believe reason. But I feel like if Sony took over, that means the upper management that wasn't listening is no longer there. And the upper management that would be replaced is people that gives time and money to make good things
2: happen. I want to refresh at this point, so. So, yeah, I don't think it could get any worse. <laughs> they, you know? keep <laughs> they keep doing it. They keep doing it
0: exactly. Like if Sony took over, I, I can't. In my mind, there's just not. They're not fully independent, which they're really not anyway. They paid billions of dollars to buy Bungie. They're not really independent, even yeah, if yeah, the same yeah, upper yeah. management is still there. Yeah, yeah. So if if these people that are complaining want to keep their make believe independent studio
1: make believe independent, then go ahead. But
2: mm-hmm.
1: we'll see. Is there any thoughts on a Destiny 3 at some point? Soonish, not Soonish? Any ideas? They're, no one really they, knows,
2: I don't think. They said they wanted to treat it like wow, like a just an ever evolving uh MMO light. They didn't wanna they didn't wanna put numbers on it anymore. That was a that was an Activision thing. They wanted to just, well, just keep it, expanding the world.
1: Well, I think it's really dumb because it's Destiny too.
2: Yeah, like if you're gonna do that. Well, it's yeah, that different. we were we were <laughs> kind of hoping slash thinking they were gonna drop the number and it was just gonna be Destiny and they just keep expanding Fair. its world and universe. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of expanding it, they're just firing people. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's and, my and biggest. Apparently, apparently that firing of all
0: that was. Upper management being yeah. like, hey, because we know we have to meet certain quotas or Sony can, it like, in the contract, like, if we don't hit certain quotas, yeah. then Sony is allowed to take over. They don't want that to happen. So the upper management yeah. of Bungie, the ones that fired the people, like, it's not only their fault that they were in that situation. It's their fault those people got fired. Like, this wasn't Sony being like, you got to fire people. This was all yeah. them.
1: Yeah.
2: So
0: another reason why I think it might be a good thing Sony takes over. Mm-hmm. We shall see. Chussy? Yep. <laughs> um, all right. Chuss, any other final that's thoughts all the time we for you today? This, that's, yeah. that's our buzzer. I have to get back to playing Animal Crossing on my 3ds. Um, nice. <laughs> uh, any other final thoughts for eating this thing
2: up? That was my sad I'm, final thought. Yep. I'm just glad this isn't <laughs> going to be a 22 gigabyte video that I have to. Oh, so.
1: I <laughs> know uh, right I'm, I'm actually going to look real quick And see if the uh, Skull and Bones Like if I get to give somebody else a, a, a closed beta code I don't
0: want it. If you do I just keep it <laughs> You don't want to play it For like 30 minutes And then quit Mm-mm. I'm uh, home now We had a short vacation Because Emily got sick But We are back So I'm pretty much just going to be Going the Final Fantasy route Which I'm excited for Nice Because um, it's a really good game and the new expand or the new DLC that dropped, and the timeline of the game is right before the final mission of the game. Mm-hmm. So I think that's cool. I'll be able to play it. Uh, and then there's also the new DLC that they're making for it for next year. So gotcha. I so decided yeah. to play it at a good time. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. gonna do it for us here. We want to thank everybody for listening. And new episodes upload every Friday across the globe, wherever you want to listen to us. But uh, you can also watch us at youtube.com slash at log on games. So please do go over there and um, give us all the stars and the subs and the notification yeah, I, bells and whatever you want to.
1: Yeah. I heard that our, on, on all of the platforms, the subscribe button was broken. So check um, it out for us. Fantastic. Just, check, just, cl- just click it and test it and see if it works. Yeah, just test it. Yep. Yeah.
0: Don't unsubscribe, but just subscribe. <laughs> That's right. And then go on your go on your (laughs) boyfriend's account and subscribe. Your mom's account and subscribe. It's Google. They have them. If you have child, children's, little ones. If you have childs, child's, if you have childs, I don't know why you have them. But if you do have have them,
2: pause and make (laughs) them hit the keyboard.
0: I just got back from Universal Studios, so I am full on. I don't understand why people have kids mode. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) When you go to a theme park for one day, you're like, my goodness, you get. When you get in an hour long line, that's how people get sick. And there's a kid around you. We saw a child pick their nose full of boogies, full of them. We saw them and then just wipe it on the railing while we were waiting in line. I was just like, I can't have to deal with that.
1: I mean, I do that too. So,
0: but you know, it's it's different. different. You heard it here first. (laughs) You know better. Your child doesn't. So it's like, uh, for everybody out there listening that has kids, you know, bless your soul. You know, I was once a kid and people had to deal with me that way. I just, I, you know, I'm, y'all are a different breed of people. Just a different breed. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> it's a way to end out the podcast. You know what I mean? Yep. If you are yep. a child out there, don't pick your nose and then wipe it on railings, you know, because then you get made fun of on this show. <laughs> and if I knew that kid's name, I'd call him out. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um bye we'll be with you next friday see
1: you
2: see you